Hey, hey, this time Horns Up coming to you from the east side, the old east side of Bangalore. What's up, Peter? How are you feeling, man? Dude, I'm in love with this weather. <laughs> and like I said on the last episode, let's just make Horns Up Inc. and move like to Bangalore. <laughs> That's the dream. That's the dream. Yeah, man, we've, we've met a lot of people. We fucking saw emulation last night. How good was that gig, man? Uh, I've, I'm speechless, dude. Because just <laughs> like a band like that with the machine-like precision. And they were just on. Yeah, yeah, they I mean, were like, just on. For, I, I, yeah, for someone I, who loves like grindcore and death metal and stuff like that, you know, watching them is just such a joy. Because after 30 years later, they still enjoy doing it so much. And you can see it on their yeah, faces. Yeah, yeah. They enjoy I mean, like... Th- this really, I, if I am going to make a statement, is what separates the boys from the men. And you can tell these guys are like... Men. Men. <laughs> I mean, anyone who has anything else to say, please keep yeah, quiet. Man. Because you didn't watch Emulation last night at Fandom by Gillies Redefined, which is by far... And you know, one of the things about attending the gig was just so that we attend a gig at Fandom. Because I've been hearing about it for the last year since they opened... And everyone who hyped it up and saying this is the best gig venue in India, best gig venue I've been to in India, hands down. Okay, that's so a you know ballsy statement to make. No, and I and everyone who said that man, and then imagine watching emulation in a place like that. Oh, emulation in a fucking crowd, you know, nice like what yeah. do you call that club kind of a yeah. scene, an indoor venue that was always going to be epic, but I didn't expect them to be this epic. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Anyway, so uh, let's move on from one 30-year-old American band to another 30-year-old American band, but one which has far wider reach and impact than Emulation. I must add, this is a band that has been mentioned the most times on all our episodes. No, I think, I think that would go to Iron Maiden. I think I'll contest they, with okay. you on that. But like everyone we've spoken to has mentioned this band, so... At least once. Yeah, yeah. at least once. Yeah. So, it's fitting that we finally get to do this episode. Yeah, man. We've been meaning to do this for a long time. Of course, we're talking about Metallica. Yes, the mighty Metallica. There's so much already written about them. I don't know what we can add. But, hey, this is an exercise that we want to do about it. We're doing a versus. Okay, the versus is the format that we've tried out before. We tried it out, oddly enough, with somebody who was based in Bangalore. As well. As well, right? So, our first versus pitted Iron Maiden's uh, Power Slave against uh, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. And boy, like that was a good exercise. But today we are pitting Metallica's Ride the Lightning against Master of Puppets. Ooh. <laughs> and as always, Peter and I can't be the only ones doing this because we'll have a hung jury. So who's our third? I'd like to welcome to the podcast, Nishta. Welcome, Nishta. Hey guys, how are you going? Yeah, it's and going you well. know, one of the main reasons I wanted to get Nishta on the podcast is like, she's such a huge maiden... she's such a huge Metallica fan and this is the point I'm going to add so coincidentally both Nishta and Animesh had a very similar Metallica experience Uh, Animesh you want to just quickly (laughs) I'm I'm guessing this is the part where I bring in that even I was at Gurgaon oh my god Ah. oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that heart in the background is my husband yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I mean, and guess what? I'll tell you my fucking extended story, and it pisses me off till no end because uh, two weeks before Metallica was set to play, I I contracted. Do you contract typhoid? Yeah, you yeah. contract typhoid. Yeah, you do. So from Bombay, I came to Bangalore because my dad was in Bangalore at that time, so that I could recuperate in Bangalore, right? So I was in Bangalore till Friday night. Saturday morning, I take a flight from Bangalore to go to Gurgaon. In my flight, there are fucking crowds of F1 fans because, hey, F1 is also happening this weekend. And I remember being excited as shit. Everything seems to be going in plan. I've asked, uh, uh, remember this uh, Delhi-based band called Frequency? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've asked Frequency's, uh, fuck, I forgot his name now. He's going to kill me for it. Frequency's Akshay, Akshay, the Mm. DJ, right? Uh, I've asked him to pick up my tickets and keep them ready and I'm, and I'm like, okay, dude, I'm going to meet you right in front of the metro station. All of that works out. We reach the metro station. I pick up my tickets. We enter the venue. 
I meet Black who are fucking excited as shit. They're telling me, hey, you want to come later backstage? And I'm like, fuck yes, I want to come backstage. And then we wait and we wait oh and we God. wait and we wait and we wait. The trauma, man, I can still feel it. I, there are times it, I can't still talk about that show because it's so traumatic it's to so me. It's so fucking sad, man. I ended up selling my Bangalore tickets. I had tickets to come to Bangalore from Delhi. I had tickets to the show and for some very odd, silly reason, I sold it <laughs> off and I never got to watch Metallica in India. Uh, and I'm, I, I still kick pissed, myself. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm like so supremely pissed off about it. <laughs> Luckily, I ended up watching Metallica later, but it still wasn't the same, man. It's still on my bucket list, so... Dude, unlike both of you, I was terribly broke at that time. And while I was kicking myself for missing something like Metallica in India, because I mean, after Maiden in India, I think Metallica was like the biggest thing to happen. And especially for all of us who've been listening to yeah, yeah, cover bands and cover bands play their music, you finally see them in the flesh. So yeah, I'm following it all on social media. This is like the early days of Twitter before it got infested by... I'm not Let's going not to go there. there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. And then just to like know. And then I had a friend who was on the way from Bombay to Bangalore. And I was messaging him that, dude, the gig got canned in Delhi. I don't know what's going to happen in Bangalore. And I think the one word he said to me, like showed his real emotion. He said, fuck. <laughs> dude, till that time, the only Metallica live I had seen was Scepter. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> right? So... Yeah, I mean, it was it was a huge bummer, huge bummer, and especially because what ah, uh, fuck it. Anyways, we, I think that that yeah, I cried. I saw people crying real fucking tears at that Gurgaon yeah, yeah, non-geek. Yeah, yeah, man, I it's it's trauma, man. It's like you, how, trauma. how much more can you cheer yourself up by eating food and stuff, man? Cheap it, Delhi it, Chinese didn't cut it that it, night. Exactly, it just didn't cut it that night. Yeah, but uh, on that note, let's just. Take things back to verses, man. Sure. All right. Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets. What can you say about them that hasn't already been said? So let me just preface this, quickly introduce like whoever has not heard of these albums. And if you haven't heard of these albums, then sorry, you're listening to the wrong podcast. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing <laughs> in life? Ride the Lightning, second studio album released July 27, 1994. That means it's 35 years old now. Damn. Wow. Damn. Uh, released on Megaforce Records. Album was recorded in just three weeks in Copenhagen. Uh, Denmark. Uh, the title is taken from a passage in Stephen King's novel, The Stand. Whose suggestion was it? The title? Lars. Guess. I'm Between here. the four members. Lars. Kirk Hammett. What? Yeah. I would, Kirk Hammett I would suggested think Ride the Lightning. Kirk Hammett suggested Ride the Lightning. Nice. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Cliff Burton coming into the band really changed the game for Metallica. This album started showing the new Metallica, like the moving away from uh, rock and roll as such from Kill em All, bringing in music theory, etc. Setting up good, intricate songs, all of that sort is happening. Uh, lot of different stuff, etc. happening on that album. Great stuff, actually. Anyways, it features eight songs, lasts around 47 minutes, 25 seconds. Master of Puppets is the immediate next release. Third studio album released March, March 3rd, 1986. So that makes it 33 years old now. It's released on Electra, which is a bigger label. Recorded at the same fucking studios. Recorded still at Sweet Silent Studios in Copenhagen, Denmark. But this time, they didn't record for three weeks. They recorded for two months. So that shows increased budget, increased pressure. Uh, Master of Puppets... Um, I don't know from where the album title comes from. I know the artwork, etc. is legendary both on this thing. Um, Hammett recalls that this group, uh, recalls, this is a quote I'm quoting from him. The, uh, he says that at that time it was just making another album and they had no idea that the record would have such a range of influence that it went on to have today and he also said that the group was definitely peaking at the time and that the album had the sound of a band really gelling and really learning how to work well together. Now, Versus. The premise of Versus is we pit albums which are, which have some sort of connection between each other, right? Uh, both of these albums are considered to be the best works of Metallica uh, have ever put out. It's also very interesting that both these albums clock in at eight songs. Master of Puppets, of course, it lasts a bit longer. It's at 54 minutes compared to Ride the Lightning's 47 minutes. Uh, structurally, the albums seem like the same format. 
right? The first, almost through the album, except for the last two songs, it follows the same pattern. So yeah, let's do this. Let's see which one. Which was the All first? Right. Which which of these albums you heard first? Ride the Lightning or Master Ride of Puppets? Ride the Lightning. Same. I heard Master of Puppets first uh, because of the title track. I mean, that was I th- one of the first Metallica tracks that I ever heard and that got me hooked. It took me quite a while to get to Ride the Lightning actually and uh, I thought it was quite different from the Metallica that I had heard, Black Album and then Master of Puppets. But then uh, I think Ride the Lightning was the album that got me stuck to Metallica for life. So yeah. it's so both these albums have like a really special place for me. And this is going to be extremely interesting because yeah, yeah it's <laughs> it's like choosing between two of your babies. Like how do yeah, you choose? Exactly. So for me, I, of course, I think most people our age would have heard of Metallica thanks to Mission Impossible and the... Uh, I dude, for me, it was WCW. Again, wrestling because Sting had Seek and Destroy as his theme. Yeah. But for me, so I'd heard I Disappear and then I still remember this is... We've discussed about Planet M and how great, uh, great a role it played for us. But I still remember going to Planet M and because everyone had talked about uh, Metallica. So I was like, okay, let me see which Metallica album. And I had some money. So I was like, okay, I can buy. But again, it was limited amount of money. And they had Ride the Lightning because it was cheaper. And it had this really horrible jewel case, which broke like as soon as I opened the shrink wrap. But I still remember listening to Ride the Lightning for I don't know how many days, dude, at, because it, I was listening to it on my Discman. And after that, when I heard Master of Puppets, <laughs> boy, dude, I was just like, is this the same band that put out I Disappear? <laughs> I know, right? I mean, like even uh, even with Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets, uh, it's it's the same band, but it's it's just mildly different. And you can feel that once you listen to both the albums, it's it's kind of great, the difference. Okay. So let's let, we we've said the we've said the feel. Let's get on to it. Ha! First song, uh, you have "Fight Fire with Fire" from "Ride the Lightning" versus "Battery" from "Master Puppets." Peter, take it away. Battery, man. Why battery? Dude, like as much as I love "Fight Fire with Fire," because I still remember, like I said, buying the CD, putting it in, putting my headphones on, and then, I mean. Anyone, the moment I say the song, can hear those opening riffs, right? And I was like, whoa. But then the moment you listen to Battery, dude, it's just like, these guys are now on like some steroids or something like this. There's something completely else. And considering they just recorded these albums back to back, you're just wondering where the whole thing, I mean, of course, Cliff came in, but then on this band, I mean, on Master of Puppets, they're on some different level. And okay. I, I, there's like something which I can't like something intangible that I can't even explain that feeling that when you listen to it and for somebody of course when you listen to Metallica in your formative years like this you had I mean again I keep bringing this up but growing up in like a conservative Catholic family you see all those crosses and stuff like that on the cover and you're like whoa okay like <laughs> this is definitely something like I have to listen to just because everyone in my family will be against it but then you're like okay what is this all about but yeah, dude, battery. battery. Opening track wise, it just does it for me, man. Nishta? I kind of agree. It's got to be battery too. Fight Five with Fire is it's a great song. I love it. But battery, uh, that deceptive opening riff and then like getting really, really crazy. It's almost like a slap on your face. And I was just like, whoa, okay. Now that's how you do an opening track. And I, I absolutely, I'll go with battery. So here's the thing. The deceptive opening, it's there in Fight Fire with Fire too, right? It builds up to the same pace almost as Battery does. Uh, Template-wise, yes, Battery is a shorter song. Fight Fire is longer. It's more old-school Metallica. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I agree with both of you. Battery is <laughs> just the more powerful. Song it's absolutely the clear winner. I it's, mean, it's, yeah, there's, yeah like, there's. I'm just wondering because, of course, I'm, I brought the context. I'm just wondering if I heard Master of Puppets first, whether I would really be interested in, in <laughs> ride the lightning. Ride the lightning. That's the thing. Like, oh, how long it would have taken me because that just for me opens up like far more extreme metal and like you want to go darker after that, right? You don't want to go into like lighter stuff. And we've talked about just yeah. Anyways, so. Clear, clear, unanimous decision at the first for the first track. Battery wins over Fight Fire with Fire. Moving into number two, 
uh, Ride the Lightning versus Master of Puppets, both songs which have been used as the album titles, right? Both the second song, both follow lovely opening and intros. Both songs cannot be listened to without listening to the intro songs. Like you automatically have to listen to one and two together. Nishtha, you want to take this one? Oh yeah, um, for me, I would be very surprised if you guys didn't go with Master of Puppets <laughs> because holy shit, that track is synonymous with, with Metallica. Anybody yeah. who knows and loves Metallica. But I think uh, Ride the Lightning also is a uh, is a slightly more underrated track uh, that way. And as far as title yeah. tracks go, I mean, it gets uh, buried under the pressure of Master of Puppets, honestly. Uh, it doesn't get its due too much, but... Uh, I mean, Master of Puppets yeah, is Master yeah, of Puppets. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Has to be Master of Puppets. I'm just, uh, yeah, I mean, Ride the Lightning is just an underrated track. It's one of it's their deep cuts when yep. it shouldn't be one of their deep cuts. Dude, I'm just going to throw it there. Since you've seen Metallica live, that feeling when you hear James screaming out, Master, Master, come on. I mean, like, that is like fucking I'm iconic. getting goosebumps just yeah, thinking dude, about it. Iconic Metallica, man. I mean, Unfortunately, see, that's the thing. That's the thing I love about verses is once you like compare track to track, as much as you want to listen to Ride the Lightning, the moment you reach that part, I mean, live, dude, I would have lose, I would lose my shit. I would lose my shit right now if I watched them also, dude. Master Puppets live was yeah, it was a highlight definitely because you have the whole crowd yeah. just singing along to each and everything, and nowadays they do all of that, and stuff that just adds to it. So yeah, okay, cool. Clear winners. I think we are getting into a good pace here. So let's bring up tracks number three. Uh, For whom the bell tolls versus the thing that should not be. This one will be weird. Uh, I'll take this one first. For me, it's for whom the bell tolls. And I think that's that's wholly to do with that bass intro. That That bass intro, one of the most iconic fucking things Cliff Burton has ever laid down. Uh, I bought a whammy pedal, uh, sorry, I bought a wah pedal only to try and play that bass intro. Have you ever covered Metallica? I've always, okay, not, never officially, obviously, like, whenever we, whenever you get into a new band, one of the first, one of the, one of the first couple of tracks that you try and do is you try and do a Metallica song because everybody's heard Metallica songs and everybody knows how to play Seek and Destroy or uh, master or uh, for whom the bell tolls etc so naturally you end up jamming with people uh, on on those kind of tracks and dude yeah. and for me this song is kind of like a prelude to how like dark they're going to get and it, it like that whole vibe and you know you one of the things is about listening to music on headphones it's like you're completely canceling out everything yeah. it's you and the moment you close your eyes, you're just like in a complete different space. And that's what this song did to me, man. Because if it's not obvious already, of course, I'm on the side of uh, the bell tolls, man. Because it was like eerie. It gives you like that, you know, makes the hair of the back stand. And, and I like think I think the album version doesn't do the song justice. Wait. Like now when they play it out live and, and even like future recordings, all the live recordings, the song just sounds so much more meatier. The remastered version of uh, Ride the Lightning has a much better production uh, quality to it because, yeah, like the original version was too far too thin in my opinion. Dude, I still remember. It was, it was. And that was was actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I still remember that was one of the things uh, I felt when I heard Master Puppets and then I heard the other thing. I was like, what was this band like? I mean, I, I hate to say it, but like, they were on budget recordings or what was going on. And now when it's I was clear, listening... It's clear, right? Yeah, yeah, it's clear. The difference in... Uh, yeah, and now when I was listening to the remastered the one. The difference in money, etc. Okay, wait, one second. We still have to hear your opinion. <laughs> I uh, I too think For Whom the Bell Tolls uh, is a winner for me because uh, my reasons are slightly different than yours. I okay. think uh, the lyrics got me first. More than anything else. The opening bass line, hell yes. But uh, the lyrics, I mean... Uh, like growing up as a teenager and stuff like that, that resonated with me far too much uh, than uh, the thing that should not be. I think I've come to appreciate the thing that should not be a lot more as I've grown older. But for whom the bell tolls is like quite defining of my it is. growing I think, up years. Yeah, it's, it's such an anthemic song. You, you, The lyrics get embedded in you. You, I mean, and, and overall it's much more, it's, it's, 
it's more of an arena metal song than uh, the thing that should not be here. So it doesn't really surprise me that it's like for most people they would pick for whom the bell tolls too. It also bought out a, um, a side of Metallica that I later on realized it's it's how uh, like in influenced by literature these guys yeah, have always yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean that ride the lightning was quite like uh, look at me, I read books, <laughs> all of it. I think if I'm not mistaken, this was the kind of stuff that Lars kind of influenced James with all like this occult yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, I'm I've, I've always associated the occult in Metallica with Hammett actually, because he he like is yeah, a horror fan. A little, yeah, Hammett was. Yeah. yeah, but but that was like I'm repeating myself, man. You just get a glimpse as to where they go down the road uh, with yeah, their music and completely. stuff like that. Iconic. Like this is this is an iconic song. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Uh, so three tracks in. First victory for Ride the Lightning on this one. Yay. Uh, this one is going to be a doozy because this one, this one is this one is actually worthy of like proper intense debate on its own. I think we can do an entire episode on this. So let's uh, take quick takes first. Quick okay, takes wait. And well, then we'll le- so let me introduce it. It's Fade to Black versus Welcome Home Sanitarium. Oh my God! This is the part I've been dreading. <laughs> <laughs> quick take, Peter. Sanitarium. <laughs> Nishta. I can I have like. Can Just I put a bo- okay. Sanitarium, sanitarium. Fuck. I th- fade to black for me. Wait, I'll tell you where I am coming from in this track. So the thing is, right, like I said in our earlier episodes, one of the gateway bands for metal for me was uh, Limbiscuit. And <laughs> oh my god, oh I know where you're going with this. Going with god. this. Yeah. MTV icons. <laughs> yeah. And so you know That was honestly a good cover? No, but see, it I was a good cover. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. For, for Much better than Avril Lavigne yeah. trying to do fuel. Thank oh, you, thank yeah. you for saying it. Thank you. Some forty one did a terrific job. Yeah. on that yeah. show. So that that was the thing for me. Like the moment they did that MTV Icons thing, it was like, hey, what is this song? And for me, that when they uh, when Limbiscuit did Sanitary, it was like, wait, I have to figure who, what this song is. And while we can like really have a different debate as to what the Limbiscuit version was like. It was an introduction to like this version and I was like, oh boy. And I remember listening to this song and it's fucking dark, dude. Like listening to it, it just put me in a complete different space. It is, it is. And yeah, man, for that reason, I mean, of course, like we could debate only on these two songs an (laughs) entire episode. Yeah, (laughs) you should do another episode with just that. Uh, For me again, lyrically, um, I think uh, you can see the slightly unpolished raw bits of Metallica and Fade to Black and uh-huh. then the um, the complete charged up vocals in uh, Sanitarium and it feels like a more finished product to me. I love Fade to Black, don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, uh, this, this has absolutely been the debate and I can't really choose, but I think Sanitarium being a slightly better finished product for me gave it that slight edge. Okay, so I'll, I'll counter that. I think that's also partly to do with how Fade to Black sounds uh, in terms of the production versus sanitarium production. Sanitarium sounds better. I agree. Oh yeah. yeah? But which song which song will be remembered as uh, Metallica's best attempt at a ballad and I'm not talking nothing else matters. <laughs> it will be Fade to Black. Oh yeah. That yes. one has the legacy. That one was the first uh, ballsy move that Metallica made. Right? Uh, it has more notoriety. More people have killed themselves after listening to Fade <laughs> to Black than Welcome Home Sanitarium. <laughs> and just, <laughs> and, just, and that please, gives it the edge for you, no, right? Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, okay, that, 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 just that's, that's a side joke. But whatever, man. Um, you think of, le, le, let's try and talk a little bit technic, uh, technical about it. Uh, both songs have very similar chord arrangements, okay? Uh, in terms of the intro, the plucking starts in the similar way. It's just that Fade to Black manages to do it uh, far more eloquently than Welcome Home does. Welcome Home, to me, Sanitarium to me, seems like a truncated version of Fade to Black. It seems like Metallica wanted to replicate uh, what Fade to Black was and try and perfect that style and make it a shorter song. Think about about where it's placed in the album also. It's the same placement on both the fucking albums. It's track number four meant where the track comes, both tracks come in the album. 
Yeah. Right in the bang in the middle, dude. Yeah, but it'll also be this uh, ending of one side, which right? Is, Both the is, tracks are end end that particular side in the cassette days, and even and if you listen to it as uh, whatever CD or on Spotify no, on, on or whatever vinyl? streaming, ex- exactly. Yeah, it'll it'll be the middle. So it 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 serves to be the okay. It's a deep cut, but uh, damn, I'm surprised. Um, like I I I knew you were going to pick Welcome Home. I was I'm surprised you didn't pick Welcome Home. Whatever. I'm kind of rethinking my vote now, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've got to stick with Sanitarium. But uh, yeah, Fate to Black is is all hearts for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So our first uh, difference in opinions as such. So I'm going with Fate to Black. Both of you are I'm going. I'm surprised with it took that long, but home. yeah. No, I I knew it was going to be that one. Like I was, I, I'd be surprised if somebody picked that thing that should not be over for <laughs> I was honestly expecting even like fight fire with fire against battery to really? be a more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, uh, okay. So track number five, uh, trapped under ice versus disposable heroes. Nishta, start, start. Disposable off. heroes for me. Yeah. Okay. Trapped under ice for me. Trapped under ice for me. Though. But again, yeah. disagreement on this one. How come uh, you guys don't like disposable heroes over Trapped under ice? Uh, better riffs uh-huh. on Trapped under ice, sticking more closely to the album that I'm listening to. Like Trapped under ice fits on Ride the Lightning. Uh, disposable heroes doesn't fit on Master of Puppets up till that point. Like because trapped under ice, you've heard right. You've heard fight fire with fire. You've heard right the lightning. That's similar. You it's, understand it's, yeah, it. It's quite similar, honestly. Yeah. yeah, and that that was the thing. Like I still remember listening to it, and I was like, whoa. And with the chorus and stuff like that. Like for for me, a lot of these songs is also again not from the band perspective, but from my perspective. You want to sing along to these songs, right, man. Yeah, you yeah. want to be like, yeah. yeah. Like that's why I said about Master of Puppets, man. You want to like sing along with it. And that's the cool part about like wa- for me watching all these uh, videos that have been on uh, from their recent tour. Uh-huh. Just seeing the crowd lose their shit, man. And we've we've talked a bit about like Metallica being like enjoying themselves and having so much yeah, fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they they don't need to do anything that they do for anyone now. It's just it's just going out and either making money or just enjoying themselves. Yeah, yeah. So. And no, but here's the thing: trapped under ice is a much better live song than Disposable Heroes is. And that just, uh, that's that's kind of the reason why Trapped Under Ice is heard more live than this than Disposable Heroes. I mean, when was the last time you actually heard Disposable Heroes I live? I don't think they can do Disposable Heroes live. It'll take too, too, much, of, too much effort <laughs> on their part. Okay, yeah, but Trapped Under Ice, when they play their Antarctica show or Arctic show, I don't know, yeah. one of the two, they... They ended up performing it there. For the penguins. Too, right? <laughs> it was great. The, the reception okay. was great, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, again. So, a division of opinion. Uh, two people going with Ride the Lightning, Strapped Under Ice versus Nishta who picked Disposable Heroes. Uh, wow. Moving into track number six. Escape versus Leper Messiah. Leper Messiah, man. Uh, this was, uh, again, a close one for me because I think Escape is a very, very, very underrated track. Uh, and I think Ride the Lightning uh, comes alive because of Escape, but a lot of people don't seem to see it, honestly. Yeah. But because, I mean, uh, the album kind of weighs itself down with a lot of other great banging tracks, and Escape kind of gets lost in the mix. But Leper Messiah, man, what an angry, angry track. And like, I could just like, James, I feel you while I was listening <laughs> to it for the first time. I totally like, I, dude, I'm in love with you. I can feel everything that you're feeling right now. Like that kind of stuff. So I go with Leper Messiah too. Yeah, for me, it's also Leper Messiah. I think Leper Messiah works better as like, okay, Chalo Master of Puppets is back to its yeah. uh, point over there. Whereas Escape doesn't do that. Escape, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. When, when you say that a lot of people can't get into Escape, yeah, same, same here. I, I just couldn't get into that song for the longest time. And even now, like, it's only because I listen to, like, I prefer listening to the whole album in entirety that I make it a point to listen to Escape. I don't know how many times I've actually gone and selected Escape, actually played Escape and Escape. played yeah. Escape a lo- yeah. uh, single as a single. Yeah, I, I don't remember the last time I've done that. So, yeah. Do you guys uh, think, uh, I mean, uh, Leper Messiah would have been a better opening for the second side than Disposable Heroes somewhere? Good question. Yes, I do. It's a far better. It's a it's a punchier song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a far punchier song. And I then this is coming back to all the tra- discussions we have of such. It's like 
sequencing plays such an important role yeah in there and then like of course now 30 years or 35 years later when we're discussing it it's quite interesting yeah three decades too late to give that suggestion <laughs> to metallica but like maybe yeah, maybe maybe yeah okay uh track number 7 we'll first do it clean okay we'll first do an absolute clean match because i do want to put a spanner in the works later on in this Ooh. but we'll first do it clean track number 7 creeping death versus orion i'll go first orion <laughs> when you're comparing it to creeping death orion sorry creeping death <laughs> creeping death for you creeping death for me also but yeah like i think it's kind of unfair to pit an instrumental against yeah, against that tie tie i know no man it's 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 an unfair contest because orion any day would have won pitted against any other ta- track on okay. ride the lightning for me but not creeping death not creeping death not creeping death i mean it it can't win against creeping death in my books it's just an unfair i mean it, it's it's almost like metallica new you know what hmm, you're going to look at the sequencing of both albums yeah years years the twist in here's the tail here's the twist in the tail here yeah. take an instrumental have fun with this no so. but like we creeping that this is the same thing dude like this is another track like i would lose my shit to and they play live just like screaming along with them like at, at this point you know in your teenage mind you you were like trying to imagine like in my whatever fantasy band like that's what you want and you want to see like people screaming along to you and this is the kind of music man this is the kind of music that kind of gets you really pumped up and that that's one of the things about this album is that while there are certain tracks like this when you go through it you're just like okay this doesn't fit in just like when you think about escape and then right when you think okay escape what's going on they come in with creeping death and again yeah man I'll tell you why I think it's a kind of unfair comparison again is because uh, Orion is an instrumental and Creeping Death is James Hetfield as a frontman all out all completely out that track is one of the most defining tracks of what what makes James Hetfield the power figure his power stance when he's getting people to scream die 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 while he's playing along that shit is just like iconic I think Orion wins for me only um only because i love playing that song a lot more than i do creeping death creeping death for me is like a like when i play creeping death half the time i'm not even paying attention to what i'm playing because it's it's pretty yeah it's utna baja liya hai abhi usko and it's a straight no, song yeah it's yeah. a very straight song and yeah but orion is like fucking challenging but, but, man and then orion i mean uh, we're forgetting how fucking amazing cliff burton was oh, on yeah, orion still, the, it it still took me like a lot of listens to understand that that wasn't a guitar solo yes exactly right? yeah the first time you heard it holy shit how is that even possible on bass i'd heard one of them was a bass solo and it took me about 15 attempts of replaying that song exactly. back to back to yeah. figure out which, which one, one is was the bass, the bass solo, solo right yeah okay so cool so i'm i'm siding with orion on that Uh, you guys are with cre- creeping death cool this broke right. my heart a little more than the fate to black <laughs> yeah honestly yeah okay cool so let's 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 get into the last songs uh ride the lightning ends with the call of tulu uh master of puppets end, ends with damage incorporated <laughs> nishta i'd like to go last on this one <laughs> okay peter damage dude <laughs> what the fuck tulu seriously absolutely yeah, tulu how how, how? <laughs> I want to understand what makes Damage Inc a better song than Tulu. Tulu, come on, seriously, Peter. Wait, I got. Give that. us one reason. <laughs> <laughs> you secretly love slow va openings, no? Closings. Wow. You have a co- you have a cock habit poster wow. in your room that you look at every night. Wow. <laughs> so I'm I'm in the minority. <laughs> So oh, okay, but why? Just make your case. <laughs> I know I'm putting you in the spot, but just make your case, man. I I really want to understand this. What <laughs> is one one statement? Not cornering you, dude. Yeah, we're not cornering <laughs> you. Just no, I'm not. I just, just want to understand because I've never I've never heard anybody pick Damage Incorporated <laughs> over any Metallica song. I'll tell you mine I think uh, that was uh, the first uh, Metallica track that I really heard heard I I I went to a guitar class for a month or so did like a small crash course huh. and uh, there was this guy in the class 
uh, I walked in a little early and he was playing the opening um, to? opening to Tulu ah. and I was like what is this <laughs> I want to know what this is and then he told me and like this is band called Metallica I'm like yeah I've heard of it in passing okay and uh, I mean I went home I heard it and I'm like I went back the next day I'm like you teach me this I know I want to know how to play this I really want to know how to play this and then I spent like 2 months of having just picked up the guitar trying to learn it so sentimentality over everything else I think uh, you'll probably like it for its technicality and how complex it is and how beautifully structured it, it is, is. Yeah. but uh, for me it's pure pure sentimental reasons because if I had not heard Tulu that day I wouldn't be a Metallica fan ever so that's it, it seals it's interesting you me. brought up guitar Uh, while talking about Tulu, and I'll bring up guitar because of Damage Incorporated. <laughs> the first song I ever tried to play when I got, uh, when my neighbor got his uh, Zoom uh, RP80, was uh, Damage Incorporated ka opening because that was one of the easiest things you could pull off after getting a processor. You, you, it's the same, <laughs> and it just sounds so, uh, uh, whatever. But. Call of Tulu, holy shit, man! What a technical masterpiece that song is. Um, and then, like after getting into like trying to learn how to play guitar and stuff, you realize that uh, Hangar 18 starts off in the similar chord progression and stuff. And then you realize, holy shit! Then you begin questioning yourself: Did was like Hangar 18 a, a Mustaine trying to do like I can play these riffs better, I can play these chords better, etc. And whatever, like. Call of Tulu wins over Damage Incorporated. I'm still waiting to hear why you would pick <laughs> Damage Incorporated. You just Whatever. picked it. I mean, yeah, you just picked it. I mean, <laughs> I like do you, do you have a problem with instrumentals? I mean, what is it? Probably. Oh my <laughs> God! Okay. Are you? Oh. Ah, uh, all right, all right, cool, <laughs> all right. So on that note, on that note, we are through with the we are through with all eight tracks. Now this is where I'm putting a spanner in the works. I want to pit. flipping the last two tracks around okay uh first up creeping death versus damage incorporated and of course the reason is because you have the call of tulu on one side and you have orion on the other side which we'll get into at the end but first creeping death versus damage incorporated peter your opinion matters more <laughs> yeah creeping that dude i am creeping that no Okay cool. It's easy creeping death. I mean Yeah, it's easy for me too. Like over here I'll definitely go with creeping death. Fine. Hello. Easy stuff done. Orion versus Call of Tulu. Call of Tulu. Man. Come on. <laughs> Just look. What? What? Peter come on. <laughs> <laughs> at this point I just think Peter's fucking with us yeah. right just for for no reason yeah, at no all. Yeah, for no reason at all. Okay, fine. So you would Okay, whatever. Okay, cool. So you're picking Call of Tulu over over Orion. Wait, don't tell me what that. Wait, what? <laughs> I see where this is going. No, we are not ganging up on you. And oh, hold. No, I see where this is going. Go okay, on. okay, cool. Nishta, what about you? Um, Call of Tulu versus Orion. I'm I'm gonna have to go with Tulu too. I'm going with Orion. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! You just you pulled a Peter. <laughs> you just pulled a Peter, dude. No, I did. I did pull a Peter. Peter. Orion <laughs> is. Orion is. To okay. So Call of Tulu. is a fucking amazing song. I love the fact that they included it on SNM. For the longest time, I think the band couldn't play Orion because of what happened to Cliff. Right? But now they're finally getting their groove back. Finally Orion is being heard. Orion I, Okay, so Call of Tulu is 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 kind of a geometric structural thing, right? It it's goes beautiful. off. It's beautiful. It's beautifully constructed. I I totally agree with you and I love what Cliff is doing on that song too. I couldn't tell for the longest time I couldn't tell that that wah effect that's going on in the background it's not a guitar it's it's Cliff playing but he just takes that song and he takes that structure and he takes whatever I mean it's the pinnacle of his bass playing for me You think uh, Cliff peaked with Orion Yeah like even okay he would I don't think he peaked with it but I think that's his I think Orion was his baby I think Call of Tulu was still It's still more old school Metallica. It's still more N.W.O. B.H.M. Metallica, but Orion was when Metallica said, "Okay, we don't, we don't need to be restricted to our roots anymore. We'll just go out there and make really artsy music." And then after that, to follow it up with "And Justice for All" and the kind of songwriting that's displayed on "And Justice for All," it makes sense after having listened to Orion. 
not now not you wouldn't expect that coming after call of tulu you know what i just did i did a quick tally and i knew why you flipped it around <laughs> no it's not no way we'll get into that no no, no 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 it wasn't to do with any any point system or anything of that sort i truly wanted to pit one instrumental against the other instrumental because that's the only uh, discrepancy of sorts between the two albums track listings but now what do we have animation okay so we we're, we're still getting into it we still have two things left which is album artwork and we'll start off with that first okay album artwork make a make a point master of puppets master easy puppets. easy yeah master of puppets for me right the lighting is too basic <laughs> it was too basic but then it went along with this sound but i i thought it was just like a very basic artwork i think uh, master of puppets i spent hours staring at the poster just trying to figure out the intricacies in it i had a huge poster of it at my in my I house i still do that's the dominant poster in my bedroom still master of puppets i'm still waiting to find a good enough t-shirt for it I don't like it on a T-shirt artwork, though. The it's not intricate enough yeah, on a T-shirt. The yeah, print yeah, doesn't do yeah. it any justice. Yeah, I think that's the reason. But I still remember because I'm coming back to buying the CD. I just remember buying the CD, and while the jewel case was flimsy, there were no lyrics in the booklet, dude. So I don't know which company was printing it, and I think that's why it was like 400 something rupees. But I was so disappointed. I was like, "Fuck! I spent all this money, and there's like..." two white sheets is like looking at me but yeah man when you look at uh, master of puppets and i think i think metal hammer was the one that did the 25 anniversary they got all the bands to cover it and stuff like yeah. that yeah they did a cover mount cd and okay. that was pretty cool also i remember i remember invisible oranges cosmo one of his last things that he did at man. when he was at invisible oranges he did this whole uh, um deep analysis of each and every track from Metallica's first four albums and yeah like just 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 I don't remember his exact words but I remember being bowled over by what he wrote about uh, the album artwork and how significant it was for Master of Puppets to have that, to have that artwork and yeah Ride the Lightning just doesn't compare to it it's it's iconic it it truly is you can see okay. the progression of the first second and third albums in their artwork as well I, I mean, mean come on the yeah. first uh, the first Killamall was supposed to be uh, it was almost supposed to be just a, a replication of Metal Up Your Ass but yeah. yeah thank god they decided to change the name <laughs> and the whatever okay. I would have taken it either way <laughs> All right so album artwork clear winner Master of Puppets that leaves us with the final point or the final point of discussion between the two overall album legacy or overall album uh, feel Nishta start off overall uh, as an album master of puppets or ride the lightning as an album i think master of puppets is most complete i i probably i don't want to put it down to a better budget and a better increased uh, production value uh-huh. but it feels like a more complete album uh, an album that flows more easily than ride the lightning uh, even though ride the lightning for me if if you can learn to love ride the lightning uh, you are a true metallica fan for me but master of puppets has more mass appeal it's more popular uh it's a more complete album which is why it's so popular peter master puppets man i mean for me when i was introduced to metallica and then ride the lightning and the new get into master puppets i'm still wondering that if i heard master puppets first whether i would get into like more extreme metal earlier or like that black metal because there was a lot of stuff which is like really creeps you out and I mean, the very fact that we're discussing both these albums so many years later just talks a lot about it, and how personal it means to all of us. Because for us growing up and listening to metal in India, there were very few bands that was your reference point. I mean, like Anmesh, you want to add something about growing up and listening to Metallica? Okay, so <clears throat> growing up and listening to Metallica—that's a separate conversation altogether. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out a fact here first. and this is again um this is a fact it actually happened master of puppets has been deemed culturally historically or aesthetically significant enough for preservation in the national recording registry by the united states library of congress in 2015 making it the first metal recording to do so that's amazing right which means overall everybody would or a majority of people will think master of puppets is the uh, better album for me it's actually ride the lightning and why i say that is not to be the contrarian here 
don't get me wrong i love master of puppets it's just maybe because maybe it boils down to having listened to ride the lightning first and then coming to master of puppets it immediately leaves you with that sense of holy shit they took that same formula on ride the lightning and they made it better but having heard ride the lightning first you're like dude this is this is like if master of puppets can do it better it's fine but the gem of the idea is in ride the lightning and that album for me flows much better than master of puppets does master of puppets seems like a rehash only of the structure but of course a much better rehash in terms of songwriting maybe uh, in terms of production definitely stronger album maybe as you guys have already argued over here but uh, yeah i think for me it has to be ride the lightning because if there was no ride the lightning there wouldn't be a master of puppets that's true that's true i don't think we can add any more to that because you made quite a case for ride the lightning <laughs> <laughs> wow so that has been ride the lightning versus master of puppets i've been wanting to talk about this thing for a long time that yeah, would and it yeah. took us so long to kind of so do you want to know the results Yes, I'm very, I I kind of have an illusion cuz I was keeping track but go ahead. Okay. So, uh what I've done is I've awarded 1 point to every yes. All right. Okay. That's about it. Uh Ride the Lightning totals up to 17 points. Uh, Master of Puppets to no surprise totals up to 20. There's a 3 point difference in them. That's it. 3 points. So that's, that's a very 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 fucking close line. That's honestly closer than I was expecting it to be yeah. honestly. Yeah. This is I, I think this is far closer than the time we did Maiden, right? No, Maiden was surprisingly very close to Maiden uh Maiden I was very surprised with the result because I I wasn't expecting uh Power Slave to rank close as close to Seven Sun as it did, but wow. This just goes to show that Metallica created I don't know, just artistic perfection almost with Dude, both these I'm, two albums. I, correct me if I'm wrong but I was remember reading about like metal sales and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure both these albums sell far more than any of the new releases that come out on a weekly basis or even monthly basis man because this is like a band like Metallica is an introductory band for everyone. Yeah, it is. And yeah, and if you haven't heard these two albums by Metallica then trust me you guys are missing out. I mean yeah this is this is literally metal 101 just the fact that we spent like almost an hour discussing this album is testament enough man yeah. I think they're the perfect second and third album for any is a perfect al- like I, I I can I can die a happy death if I can even remotely like achieve like maybe 10% of Orion See that's weird right even though I, I pick Ride the Lightning as the better album I'm, that that to me is the better Metallica song Ah. It's crazy I mean your favorites yeah oh yeah it's absolutely exhausting your favorites i mean um you're and you can choose one entire album i mean it's the same case for me i chose master of puppets but then tulu is yeah. the track yeah, for me yeah the track for you okay so let's 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 sum it up now favorite metallica album and this is this is, doesn't have anything to do with verses oh god i'm going to be judged so hard oh, for this dude. no that's okay come on a uh, black album first black album, album i ever heard yeah. uh, apart from tulu and like it's 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 got mass appeal so what about you saint angle what <laughs> no come joking. on i'm joking come dude, on dude after what you pulled <laughs> like 5 minutes ago i wouldn't be surprised come on dude i i been wanting to talk to peter about actually doing a saint angle this thing because i truly think saint angle is a good album i, do I too. genuinely think it is a good album I think it would it would get uh, a better uh, not such a bad rap and better review if if it weren't a Metallica album. Holy shit! Yes, totally yes. If we, it wasn't found, labeled, you'd be Metallica. like, oh, what yeah. a classic. I think, we, oh. I think we found our guest for that album. <laughs> album definitely, discussion. definitely. Yeah, uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm gonna get my house pelted after that episode. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, fuck, man, this, this is like how you said. It's like listening to these guys and. Again, this is the time where you just had one CD, and you could only afford that much. You kept repeating, uh-huh. listening to it for nostalgia's sake. Ride the lightning, dude, because that CD is still there in my collection, and I still remember the joy uh, that I had when I bought that CD. And I was like, "Fuck yes, I have a Metallica CD now. I'll probably go back home and listen to it also now, and just play it just <laughs> to be like, yeah." 
Patiya Man, Ride the Lightning. Just for that nostalgia's sake, because it takes me back to being 16 year old, taking 400 rupees, walking to Planet M, and saying, yeah. My my nostalgia with Black Album is associated with the fact that I borrowed my friend's CD and I never returned it back because I loved the <laughs> album so much. I'm like, oh, what? You you actually <laughs> lent me a CD? No way, dude, you didn't. I'm pretty sure if they listen to this episode, they are like, Nishta. <laughs> I'm just, I'll just buy a new one for new them one because that changed my life, man. I'll buy it for him. It doesn't matter. Five years back, my answer to that question would be and justice for all. But now it's changed and it's ride the lightning for me. Yeah. Wow. It used to be and justice for all only because I spent so much of time just trying to decipher what the fuck they were on on that album. Like anger, I, pure anger. And just no, and justice for all. Half the songs were. Like, I, I don't know, they just went into this completely different territory on that album. I wasn't expecting them to do something like that. But yeah, and I hate the fact that they fucking never added bass to it. I, 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 I truly I, hate the fact. As a bassist, I really this, wanted this to really, This really let me down. Like, this is me venting because James recently did an interview in which he said, and Justice For All should never be remastered with the bass in it. But, but I must add, I have another friend who's huge But that's another topic of discussion. Yeah, but... <laughs> So, the only thing I'm going to add about the bass is, I have a friend who's a huge Metallica fan. He's seen them multiple times around the world and stuff. But he's also a music producer. So, he got the stems and I think you all might have seen it floating around. Where he's basically gone, taken the stems and... Like, added the bass back. Added the bass back. And Justice back. for and Jason, oh, you can yes, find that. And, yeah. and oh, Justice for that Jason. That was him. I don't know, probably. But he gave me a copy and he's like... This is the so, this is the album yeah, yeah, yeah. that you should listen yeah. to. That's that, awesome. That's yeah, that, the, that that's the only one I listen to uh, on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, and Justice for Jason. It happened because of Guitar Hero Metallica. Yeah, Guitar yeah. Hero. Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah. Oof. <sighs> wow, that was exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> but so but much I'm fun. I'm glad we got to do this. Thanks for letting us into your house, giving us such lovely hospitality, for letting us do this in a nice, peaceful environment. Because I'm sure if you would have done it outside on the streets by now. People have been, people would have begun like, the police would have been called on just to like stop us from debating this loudly. And I'm pretty sure like, since we're in Bangalore, there would have been like five people also being like, what, what did he say? Wait, wait, no, this no, is no, my no, sound. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is if you didn't already get run over by a random <laughs> cycle or some shit. Yeah, you would have been stone pented for, for picking damage in corporate. <laughs> I'd lead the mob, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and well, yeah, thank, thanks for having thanks for having me on the show, man. Um, thank I, you for thank so you much for, fun. Thank you for sparing some time out. Uh, how can people reach out to you, especially those who want to uh, uh, ask you back for your for the CD, which they never got back? I, I, that dude's on my Facebook, so you can just slide okay, into my cool. DMs. <laughs> but, <laughs> Apart but from that, I want to put out your social media. If you don't want to, that's fine. Yes, I'm at the rate root canal R W O T K N A L on Instagram and Twitter. Say hi. Yeah, and also follow her for epic rants on cricket and football. <laughs> That's an added bonus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as always, Peter, you're... Trend Crusher. I'm at Asmo Annie. You can reach out to us at Horns Up at Horns Up Pod. Till the next time, Horns Up. Horns Up, guys.